Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of our campaign that we have wait give me a second Estera and um and which are switched but I'll I'll fix that don't don't worry about it um uh, hello everybody how are you guys doing uh welcome to the very exciting episode uh that we we're about to have why you stop it it happens okay i had to switch over cameras last time because the fish was a fish instead of being fish she was a joke yeah, you just said that your memory was enough and, and it was i worked. you were in the you were in the right place you were the ones i switched i forgot that i had switched that one as well it doesn't matter it's fine we're good now um anyway watch for your volumes on watch together welcome guys welcome to episode 13 uh, a very very important episode a decisive episode i would dare say so before that i would like to remind you uh, friends that if you're watching this live you can also catch it on youtube and on spotify and on google podcasts uh if those are your platforms of selection to listen to it on offline or watch to it uh well not offline online but not live that's what i meant uh, and if you're watching this on youtube or listening in on spotify um do i would like to remind you that we do stream this at twitch.tv slash unpopular underscore onion where you can uh you know watch the sessions live usually at saturday 9 30 p.m gmt plus one although today is friday man we're just switching it up uh for uh good, good purposes don't worry about it so also this time i have a couple extra announcements uh, other than uh, the the regular ones that you just heard, this very Sunday, a good friend of mine, Trash Tunes, is gonna DM his first Dungeons and Dragons one shot. So whoever is watching this live, you'll uh, you'll you know be on time to watch it Sunday. If you're watching this uh, on YouTube, well, um, you're too late. But he will upload it, so you'll be able to watch it after. Twitch.tv/slash Trash Tunes, T R E S H Tunes. Um, and he's gonna be DMing his first one-shot. That's gonna be pretty sick. And speaking of one-shots, 21st of August, next week, um, or next weekend, we are going to have our very own one-shot, a very important one, with two uh, uh, of Idas's cast members here, uh, Fish and Mizzy, uh, reprising their roles, their age-old roles of Elisa and uh, Kelana in a, a big, big, very important one-shot where some cool shit's gonna happen. Um, so you guys should probably join us uh, there. The Slick Mick and Nobrook, our new player, although he's experienced in D&D, are also going to be joining the party with brand new characters that you're going to get to enjoy for a few hours. Um, or if they return in the future, you'll be able to, to enjoy it if they return. I don't, you don't know. Um, but anyway, that concludes it. So I think maybe I should move on with a little recap of what happened on the last episode because it was kind of cool. So, on our last episode, our heroes had finally met um, Sagrin's twin brother, Bagrin, Sag and Bag. Uh, they met him, they talked to him, they found him annoying, but also kind of cool. Um, and so they decided to accept the suggestion of joining in on a little stealing, a little breaking and entering, and went on to the house of um, Baron Elspin, the Baron of Verdine that is in Lusan for the Countess's birthday. Um, they joined in to break and enter that house and steal a dragon tooth 
um, from um, from inside of the house. Before that, just in the night as they, they were asleep right before, Zizi had a dream. A dream that involved eyes and involved the blind keep, leaving him once again feeling kind of sus about the Dubois. Is it the Dubois, or is it something else? We'll never know, or well, we will, but maybe not today, maybe some other day. It's a dragon <laughs> flying by. Uh, he's a motorized yes. dragon. Uh, anyway, um, continuing on, top of the morning, they decided to go for the little breaking and entering, uh, and, and kind of, you know, steal away the, that dragon tooth. And as they got there, they analyzed the house, came up with a fast plan, um, and managed to distract the people that were on the streets. It was very early, but there were some people on the streets, on one of the streets. Uh, ZZ and Syndra uh, became a duo of performers, and uh, ZZ did some Shakira moves. Uh, poor, um, you know, tax sued uh, Shakira. Uh, he did some uh, some Shakira moves for for the, the people of the streets, and they enjoyed it and were distracted enough for Bagrin and for Sagrin to hop over the fence and knock out a guard and start climbing up one of the windows. Um, however, as Zizi and Syndra were about to hop over the fence, Syndra makes it easily, but a natural run one causes Zizi to fall down and make a lot of noise, attracting a lot of attention. Panic ensued, Bagrin went inside the building, Sagrin hopped on top of two guards, knocked them out, and Tuna flew away to deal with other two guards when she ultimately decided to cast the faded lightning bolt on both of them, exploding their heads with more than double their hit points um, with, um, with her lightning bolt. Uh, anyway, guards were dead, guards were knocked out, and so what did they decide to do? To grab the dead bodies and shove them inside their bags of holding, or, well, Sagrin's bag of holding. Um, there are a bunch of crumpled corpses inside of the bag of holding, as they then went inside the building and began searching for the dragon tooth. They searched the kitchen, it wasn't there. They searched uh, this sort of basement area, and they found it. Inside of this sort of storage space, dark uh, and stone full of uh, cr broken crates and barrels and old beds and furniture, they found a dragon tooth. And just as, very cleverly, um, Tuna sent out an unseen servant to touch the dragon tooth to trigger the trap that was surrounding it and protecting it. From the stairs, as Sagrin was looking out to protect uh, the rear of the party, a sorceress reveals herself, casting her own lightning bolt down the stairs and hitting every single member of the party except for Tuna and Bagrin who were holding up the front. A fight began and our team managed to survive the fight and Tuna torched the sorceress completely, turning her to ash. As they all gathered around Zizi to make sure that he was fine, they managed to get him up as he had been knocked down by this lightning sorceress. And then blood was splattered on his face. Blood from his friend, Tuna, has her little flying fairy body 
was killed by a dagger in the back from Bagrin, who had been hiding inside a box for half of the fight, preparing himself for this moment. As he stabs her in the back and eventually her body falls limp on his dagger, a smoke bomb is thrown and spread around the area. As he escapes into it. And that, my friends, is how we're going to begin today's episode. Sometime. I would oh. like everybody to roll initiative for me. Oh. Wait, we don't get to introduce ourselves? Nope, not today. We're jumping into it. We're late. Oh my god. <clears throat> I made the executive decision. All right. Let me see if cameras are all in the right place. Cameras are all in the right place. I don't roll, right? You do not roll. I will tell you what will happen in a second, okay? Um, <clears throat> all right, so. Holy shit. Okay, so. Let me check out. Something. So the last known position of Bagrin is where it is marked on the map. Is where you see his 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 token on the map. That is his last known position, okay? Just so you guys know. Okay, so on initiative count 20 which is right now, Tuna, you are going to make a death saving throw. For me, please. How do I do that? Where, where Just is it? roll a d10. Okay. Or a d20, I'm sorry, a d20. Okay, you, have to, you have to have t a 10 or above. One failure. Three failures and Tuna is dead. Wait, I would but like I'm... to remind you. Oh, you I are don't, not I don't know if... within 10 feet of Syndra. Top of the round. ZZ, it's your turn. The, oh, the, the thing you see is the smoke screen right now. It is instantly 20 feet. It is going to expand. Okay, I want to... Where's the ruler? Okay, I want to move outside of it. All right, go ahead. Here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to see if I first can see uh, him on the stairs. All right, you run He's outside. Okay, you run outside <laughs> super fast as you dash away from the smoke and you look upstairs. Not there. Okay. Then I want to cast Fairy Fire. All right, where about are you going to cast it? Uh, inside where the smoke area is. So Alright, can... in inside the smoke area, can you um, draw the limits of your fer fairy fire for me? I believe it's a 20-foot cube, so you can you can pick the cube. I'm going to need you to sort of tell me where. Uh, it's a what? Sorry, 20? 20-foot cube. So tell me where it begins, tell me where it ends. Okay, wait a second. 
gonna put it like right from the middle okay so it covers most of the circle gotcha all right you cast fairy fire this is with your drow magic so the dc yeah. i believe is different from your spell save dc it should say next to the spell what does it say uh wait a sec 14. A 14. you cast the spell and you you send out th this dust um away from from the smoke stream you don't feel the spell touch I anyone don't feel it you don't feel the spell oh. touch anyone oh, you have shit. missed except it has landed i'm sorry you don't feel it touch bagrin but it has landed on something tuna's body you can oh. sense the highlighted body of Tuna because it is unconscious and it still targets. I believe it's it's. Does it say living creature or does it just say creature? Uh, wait. She's still a creature. Yes. <laughs> any creature. Any creature. It just says any creature. All right. So you see the highlight of Tuna's body. Uh, I'm gonna move uh, Tuna to where she would be. If you guys don't mind, wait, fucking shit, I have to... I'm gonna move this to here. I'm gonna move Tuna um, to here at the edge of the thing. Tuna is right there, and you see that her body... You can sort of see some of a... Of some sort of an uh, outline on Tuna's body uh, at the edge there. Um, but it's it's not um it's not entirely clear uh okay. to, to, you can't see background you can just see a little bit of an outline of a tiny body there anything else uh one second uh yeah so far I want to actually bonus action and move a bit further. Oh, you, you've moved 30 feet, I believe, already. Yeah, but I didn't make any bonus action. Doesn't matter, you can't move on a bonus action unless you're a rogue. Then you can dash. Dash, I mean. Oh, okay. If you're a rogue, you can dash as a bonus action. Okay. Otherwise, you have to do it as an action. All right, so I believe that ends your turn, right? Yeah. Good. So, um, once again, I'm going to move this to another layer. It's Bagrin's turn. You see Bagrin move outside of the smoke screen with Tuna in his hand, and he throws a dagger at you, uh, Zizi. Since you could not see that, he's going to have sneakers. Ooh, that is, uh bajillion to hit, hit that is uh 27 to hit yeah so that's gonna hit uh where's my d4 um shit i rolled it into my lap it hit my left nut okay uh seven plus uh his sneaker attack so seven plus 14, 15 points of damage as a dagger hits you in the chest. <clears throat> did you did you die? I mean, yeah. 
Okay, he is dead and he is going to bonus action dash. So you guys hear the, the, the um, or the, you're unconscious. You guys hear the screaming of ZZ as he gets uh, stabbed by the dagger. So that was 10 feet that he moved. He still has 15 feet to move here. So 15 feet is gonna, um, five, 10, 15, and he's going to bonus action. Oh, whoops, he's going to bonus action dash. Uh, let's move to here, and he's going to, so five, 10. Bagrin is out of the map. Uh, Bagrin is currently, as you are passing out, you see Bagrin run into the stairs upstairs, okay? And he, in, in the upstairs direction, but none of you see that. You just see ZZ die. Um, or hear ZZ die. All right. Next up, we have Sagrin's turn. It is your turn. Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna... Uh, I'm gonna dash. Okay, you're gonna yeah. bonus action as a dash? Yeah. So you so have 50 feet of movement. 50, exactly. So I can do this and... So 50 is gonna yeah. be from where you were. You you can see him upstairs. All right. Uh, with uh, tuna, uh, holding tuna. All right. Um, can I attack? You can definitely attack. You use the bonus action. You still have your action to attack. Okay. I'm gonna use my uh, flame dagger. Okay. Go and ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna aim at his leg. Aim at his leg. Gotcha. Go yes. ahead and roll for me. It is a regular roll. A 12 does not hit. <laughs> Ding! The dagger hits stone, metal, something as it <laughs> fades back into your uh, jacket um, again. But you do see Bagrin, he looks back. <sighs> I really need the money, sister. And Who are you, Bagrin? <laughs> and he is there at the top of the stairs. All right. End of the turn uh, of Sagrin's, it is Sindra's turn. You're both out of the map, Sagrin and Bagrin. Sindra, it is your turn. Um, can you tell me where, uh, how, how much feet he is from me? Uh, you do not have sight on him, so you oh, would not know yeah. exactly. You ha you're surrounded by a smoke bomb, uh, you can't see him. You'd have to move outside of the smoke bomb and see if you could spot him upstairs. I'm a move here then. All right. You are able, through uh, Sagrin's tiny body, you can still spot a little bit of Bagrin's slightly bigger head above on top of the stairs. Uh, he would be about 30 feet away from you. I would say actually 45 feet away from you. Uh, Alka's Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost on him. Go ahead and roll an attack for me, please. See if you hit. It misses. Bagrin ducks underneath and it hits the wall above. All right. Anything else you want to do? Well, there's not much else you can do. Um, okay. So... We go back to the initiative count 20. We need a death saving throw from Tuna. 
Two failures. Fuck. One more failure, and Tuna is dead. All right. So. <clears throat> it is ZZ's turn. You are stable automatically. Yeah. But you cannot do anything else. It is now Bagrin's turn. Bagrin uh, sees Tuna sort of exhale a little bit um, in his hands. And he looks back at Sagrin and looks at Tuna. And he says, well, job's a job. And he continues running. He's going to dash 50 feet away um, with, uh, with, his, well, with his dash. So he is now 50 feet away from you. Um, Sagrin, he is pretty much at the door of the Baron's house at this point. Um, all right. Next up, uh, Sagrin, it is your turn. Okay, so I'm gonna also dash 50 okay. feet. Oh, so just I'm... just one thing. Uh, roll a sleight of hand check for me, so to see if you unlock underhanded strike from your um from your jacket. All right. Sleight of hand. Uh, normal roll or yeah. advantage. Uh, advantage, advantage, because you have advantage on sleight of hands. You need to beat a 15. To... Is ZZ stable? ZZ yeah. is stable because of his necklace. Yeah. Okay. You don't oh beat my it. God. You don't have underhanded strike. Um, all right. <laughs> you dash. You're right, right next to him. Yeah. Like, what do you do? And I'll, I'm gonna try it again. Okay, Dagger. go ahead. Dagger into Bagrin. Into his leg. Okay. Twenty-four. That hits. Roll damage. Let's see if it's enough. <laughs> Sixty-nine. <laughs> 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 You slash him in the leg. Um, were you trying to sort of incapacitate him, slow him down? Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Slash him in the leg for uh, a total of 12 damage. It is, it is, it is not sneak attack. Um, and you, you also burn it. You manage to hurt his leg. He might slow down on his next turn. Um, but he is still very much alive. And when I say very much, it's not that much. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, he's uh, he's he's gonna he's suffer. Hurt. Yeah, he's very hurt. Um. All right, bleeding out from his Achilles heel, Syndra, it is your turn. You gotta make this one count. Um, <clears throat> I I I advanced the mats. I can like more ten feet in. You, 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 yeah, you can move 30 feet up the stairs. If you move 30 feet up the stairs now, you can have sight on him. You will have vision. You, you can hit him with anything or use any spell, whatever it is. You can do it. I will cast Ray of Frost again. You're going to do another Ray of Frost? Yeah. Go ahead and roll. Prage. I'm afraid... Firebolt will kill Tuna. So. Prage for a good roll. 19 hits. Nice. Go ahead and roll damage. Roll high. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. You still have empowered spell, I believe, if you wanna re-roll oh, yeah. any of those yeah, yeah. dice. Uh and I can also You can re-roll the, the, the passive. The passive, uh, you from can. My all right, the passive will do. He was at eight hit points. 
Oh my god. If you use the pass, if you lose the hit points, you see Syndra yeah. charge up with the staff, sort of sucking out her life into it and into her hand, as from her right hand. Fire. I mean, a ray of frost, not fire, the opposite. Her eyes comes out. It passes just right by your left ear, Sagrin, and freezes Bagrin's back as he tumbles to the floor he is dead and however I'm sorry, initiative he's not dead he's unconscious but initiative count 20 is still tuna's um saving throw can i as a bonus action throw my my staff <laughs> Your bonus action was spent to use your power. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot And well, also, like... it, the power of your staff only works... <laughs> it only works if you are you are holding the staff. It is the creature that's holding the staff that gets the buff. Oh, fuck. Alright, so... This is a decisive roll as we get to initiative count 20. There have been two failed death saving throws and here we need a miracle i'm gonna tell i'm gonna say this what is going on through everyone's minds right now let's start with you sagrin as you see your friend and your brother both unconscious what is going on through sagrin's mind fuck 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 <laughs> is there any way you wish to help some somehow in your mind with your thoughts you want to help tuna with what's about to happen uh, I'm sending my good luck her way. <laughs> All right. All right. Got it. Syndra, anything going through your mind right now? Don't know, wake up. All right. Zizi, you're unconscious. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Roll of destiny. Tuna. Okay. Roll a d20, you need to beat a 10 or higher. You might get a little bonus from your friends' help here, but let's see if you beat the 10 or higher first. She does! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Alright! Alright! Top of the round, it is Zizi, or it is Zizi's turn again, he's unconscious with Sable. It is Bagrin's turn to make a death save. He succeeds with a 10. Sagrin, it is your turn. Bagrin's unconscious on the ground. What are you gonna do? Uh, how far is he from me? He is uh, about 20 feet away from you. Okay, so I don't I don't have to dash. I'll yeah. go to him. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll, I'll slap him, but not with a lot of strength. Okay. You know, I don't want to damage him okay, more. Okay, yeah, yeah, just a <laughs> Yeah, like. L little, little tap, yeah. You bastard. And then I, I'll pick up Tuna. Mm hmm And I'll um and I'll I'll dash. I'll tell you this. Uh, Please roll yeah. a perception check for me. Perception? Yeah, okay. perception. You're right up next to him, so I'd say beat a ten. Twenty one. Twenty one is gonna beat a ten. Yeah. Um you notice that Bagrin has um on his pouch health potions. Ooh, 
Okay, I'm gonna That's take how he was still alive. Yeah. Alright, you <laughs> you grab you grab one of the potions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll uh I'll shove it down Tuna's throat. Shove it down Tuna's throat. Go ahead and roll two D four uh plus two for me, please. Okay, two D four. <clears throat> That's six. Six points of healing plus two, eight points of healing <gasps> to Tuna. As you come back to life. And Bagrin is still unconscious there, so we're gonna still be in initiative roll, okay? Sagrin, what do you say? I can't do anything else, right? You can move if you want to. I can just move. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was action to search his shit and bonus action to shove it down, because you're a thief, you can use it as a bonus Mm -hmm, action mm -hmm. to shove it down her throat. Uh, So I'm gonna move. Away. Okay. With Tuna on my. All right. On my hands. Tuna's on your hand. You move away. I see she's light yeah. enough that you can move your full speed. All right. So I'm gonna move uh, towards um, Cindra. Mm-hmm. You move towards Cindra. All right. Yeah. Both of you move towards Cindra. I'm gonna switch us uh, to this cam uh, now because we're still an initiative, but the map is useless. Um, yeah. All right. You move back towards Cindra. After that, Syndra, it's your turn. Tuna's alive but wounded on uh, Sagrin's hands, and Bagrin is still unconscious uh, f- far away. Uh, do, do you want to kill your brother? I don't want to kill, but I want to restrain him. Um, I got rope. You got rope? Do it. Yeah. Right. Uh, can I reach him? Uh, you wouldn't be able to exactly reach him. You would be about 20 feet away from him. Okay, I, I moved in my second. Or can I dash? You can action dash to reach him, but then you would not be able to restrain him this turn, only on the oh, next okay. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, the same, I will just, essentially. I will just move, yeah. All right, move 30 feet closer. Um, top of the round, Tuna, it's your turn. You're awake. And Bagrin's unconscious body lies on the ground. Can, can I move or is, is Sagrin holding me? Sagrin is holding you, but you can probably move. I don't, I don't unless Sagrin wants to. I'm not like restraining you. Okay, so you can probably <laughs> like, move. Okay. <sighs> he tried to kill me. Let me go. I'll go to him. Don't kill him, though. I'll go to Bagrin. I'll ignore her. Okay. <laughs> you fly. Uh, you are about, I would say, 15 feet to 20 feet away from him right now. I'll pick up my dagger. You pick and up I your... S- I stab on one of his high. You have to throw it, because you're not melee, so you'd have to throw it away. Ah, I can go there, right? You're still in initiative, so with your movement, it's not enough, because Sagrin moved back. God damn it. So it will not be enough. Okay. Wait, I'll just uh, throw Sagarin, right you, into the eye. You moved 25 feet back, right? Yeah. That's okay, so you would be able to reach him. Uh... You're gonna stab him in the eye. <laughs> I'm gonna stab him in the eye. Roll an attack with a dagger with advantage. How, how do I do that? Because oh wait, okay, yeah, okay, okay. With advantage. Tiny dagger. It's enough to blind him. He is unconscious. Remember that. That is going 20. to hit. It is an automatic critical hit. And it, he fails two death saving throws. He is one death saving throw away from dying. Um, all right, it is Zizi's turn. He is 
um, unconscious still. <laughs> it is now Vagrant's yeah. turn. And he has to make a death saving throw as you see Tuna angrily stab him in the eye. Blood pouring out. I'm going to roll Vagrant's death save on the roll 20. So that you guys can see how this goes. He needs to beat a 10 or higher, guys. Let's see if Sagrin's twin brother dies today, or if he lives to fight another. He is still alive. Oh, shit. Two successful ones, two failed ones. Still one away from dying. Sagrin, it's your turn. Uh, um, I start seeing red. Mm -hmm. Um. Because it's a very, <laughs> very, very uh, serious situation, um, and I'll I'll move towards uh, Bagrin. Okay, you move towards Bagrin. Yeah. Um, and I look at Tuna, and I say, "Listen, um, it's my brother, and so, yeah, don't kill him. Don't do that. But, I don't care. But." We kind of need him alive because we don't know why he did this. We don't know if it was just because he wanted money or if someone hired him or whatever. So it would be good for him to stay alive. How are you talking so much? <laughs> I don't care. Okay. Vagrin, pull your shit together. He's unconscious. I know, but I still talk. Okay, he does have <laughs> he does have two more healing potions on him. By the way, you had three left. Yeah, and I'm gonna gonna I'm gonna remove all one. of them. Okay, yeah, one. all of them. All of them. You all remove of them. all of them. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you have all of them. Um, I have two okay. More to do now. Yeah. All right. So, are you gonna do anything to stabilize him, or are you just gonna? Can I? You can you can do make a medicine check to see if uh, okay. you can stabilize him. Are you going to try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, oh, go ahead. Oh, wait. Can I... Uh, no, actually. I was thinking of uh, using my rope, but I used my rope before, um, so I don't have it anymore. Okay, so medicine it is. All right, medicine check. You have to beat uh, t 10, probably. 22. Wow. <laughs> you managed to... Um, sort of stabilize him you do the classic cpr you remove the dagger from the eye um and and try to stop the the bleeding um and we are now out of combat um as your brother stabilizes <laughs> as your your brother is now alive uh he is alive or he is stable but he's still unconscious uh, unconscious on the ground uh, as is ZZ, but ZZ is also stable, so we can come out of um, of uh, combat. Syndra, you wanted to move close to him to be able to tie him up. Tie him up. You yeah. can do that now. Uh, he is still unconscious on the ground, so it's easy enough for you to tie him up with your rope. Uh, you make it tight, and then you remember, aren't we missing one? Um, <laughs> And you remember, ZZ is probably unconscious, unconscious uh, down, uh, downstairs uh, with a dagger in his chest. Uh, nonetheless, Bagrin is tied up. ZZ still unconscious down there. Uh, the stage is yours, guys. You son of a bitch! 
Why? Yeah. Why? He's, Why? He's still unconscious. He's still. You're, you're pretty cool. Oh, okay. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very nervous. Today you're pretty cool, so uh, you're worth a lot of gold. I presume that's why he did it. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. E. I don't know. Can you heal him? Let's. Where's Where's Izzy? Yeah, I don't think CC is okay, uh, but I do have a potion, so I'm gonna shove it down his throat. Go, I'll keep an eye on him. Alright. Are you sure? Alright. Yes. Sindra is there as well. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go to... You go back, you go downstairs, shove a potion down his throat, go ahead, 2d4 plus 2 once again. It's just a regular old potion. Um, And ZZ, you (gasps) come back to life as Sagwin pulls out the dagger from your chest. With a 6. With a six health. Six? Where's what, my what? health? Yeah, there you go. Oh. What the hell happened, Sagarin? Why am I always getting <laughs> blackouts? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, but this whole thing went Wait, very terribly. Uh, fortunately, no one is dead. Are we and still we inside? Saved... Yeah, we saved Tuna. She's okay. You're okay. Cinder's okay. Bagrin is unconscious and tied up. So we're... I need healing. We're kind of good. We all need. We should get the hell out of here. I need healing. Yes, we I gotta. Need we gotta go. I need healing. I need healing. Fucking Genji <laughs> means. I need healing. <laughs> I go upstairs. Yeah. And we both. I cast mass healing ward. On everyone, uh, you actually, it, you would have time to do prayer of healing if you want to do that. It takes yeah, ten no. minutes, but you no. probably want to leave the house if that's the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First, leave the house. All right. Uh, how are you carrying Bagrin? Put him on the bag. He will die. Uh, he will corpse. die. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Living creatures die. After um, a bit. I I I I want him dead. But um, I I will help, I guess. I I have reduced person. I can I can reduce him and you guys can carry him. <laughs> or yeah. I can make him invisible. What do you guys prefer? Uh, smaller, maybe. Yeah, smaller. You have a no, better control where he is. Way. But but people can see him even even if I reduce him. What what he'll, size he'll, will he will he be if I reduce him? Your size, fairy, right? Tuna yeah. size, yeah. I can oh, put okay, him then. on my uh, pocket. Clothes. Yeah. Okay. My sock. Come sock. I'll touch him and I reduce his size. All right, you touch him. Your magic once again uh, envelops his body, and you see him shrink down. He is pretty carryable now. Question. Okay. Yeah. Loot on the lady we killed. <laughs> Are you going back to see it? Because she is. She has been burned to ash. Oh yeah. You can touch her ass. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, yes, I can. Let's go. Excuse me. <laughs> Ashes. <laughs> you can touch her ass. <laughs> uh, right. I go back. Ash You're going back. The... Yeah. What are you guys doing while she goes back? Let's get out of here. Yeah. All right. 
So you guys get the fuck out of the property. You have to jump over the fence again. It is still pretty early, so there's no one on the streets. There's a few guards knocked out on the ground. Okay. Sindra goes back to touch the ash. You go downstairs. Okay. You Dead. reach out with your hand. With which hand are you reaching out? Uh, the, the bad one. Your right hand. As you touch the ash, nothing happens. Okay. Uh, can I check if there's loot? If there isn't, I, I'm Everything's out. burned I'm out. out. Everything's burned I'm out. out. You're out. It? Okay. Yeah. Right. You run really fast. You open the door. Um, and just as you do, oh, oh, what the? One of the knocked out guards looks at you. Oh, what the f and get quickly gets up, he's going to strike you. You have time to do something to him. What are you doing? Um uh, I hit my with my staff you as, hard, <laughs> yeah, as hard as I can on him to to knock him down. Alright, uh roll an attack with your staff question mark. Um <laughs> <laughs> you can roll an attack with your staff and see if you hit. Uh, oh, Esther just passed away uh, on Discord. Um, oh, fuck. He is back. Um, I got him. Just, <laughs> just uh, go go on the actions, and there's a plus two next to it, I think, or a, plus, yeah, yeah, yeah. a number. I just, I just try to, to do what? that. And... Why does it do that shit, man? No, That's weird. No anyway, roll a d20, add two, and we'll see. Roll just a d20 on roll 20, and we'll see. d20. Okay, that actually hits them. Um, roll 1d6 and subtract 2 because you have negative strength. Uh, 1d6, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, 1d6. Come that on. is 4 damage. Uh, you whack him across the face. <laughs> and just, just as you do, it is enough since he is back at 1 hit point. Uh, it is enough to just knock him down. Um, what? He just wakes up, instantly gets knocked down, <laughs> and you manage to leave the place um, unscathed. Where are you guys? Uh, yes, Sagrin, I'm sorry. Um, did we uh, keep the dragon tooth? You did remember. not. Nobody grabbed it. Okay. There goes thousands of gold. <laughs> um, so you guys move out. It was a pressure, high pressure situation. You guys can forgive yourselves. Um, where are you guys headed? Uh, to the oh. Yeah, yeah, we can go to the bedroom. Yeah, yeah and he'll... Okay. Yeah. You, you go across town to the forgetful pint. It is early as shit. Uh, you open up, you see the owner. Um, the owner there uh, is kind of cleaning up stuff. As a, as a human, it's just like very rough skin, he's balding aggressively, he has like permanent red cheeks and nose, uh, and like these just thick mutton chops, um, uh, and he's like wearing this uh, like dirty apron, and he kind of looks up at you as he's like mopping the floor, uh, uh morning? Hi! Morning. Hi. Morning. Continues his job, you guys manage to find yourselves back to the bedroom, what do you do? He'll... Prayer of healing. You begin healing uh, for 10 minutes. In those 10 minutes, you guys can do with whatever you want with Bagrin's unconscious body. Okay, what do you guys want to do with this shit? 
uh, we, we can, need to ask him stuff. Yeah, we can interrogate him. I can put a zone of truth so he doesn't lie. You're concentrating, right? Yeah, yeah, right now for the, the heal, yeah. He yeah, needs 10 after minutes. The, after the 10 minutes. Can he talk while he does that? Hmm. Okay. You can. Also, I got a diamond for you, CZ. Thanks. Those might come in handy one day. <laughs> Where is the damage of that? Go ahead and roll for the healing on prayer of healing. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna ask you, um, you guys have ten minutes to talk before you actually Ooh. wake him up. Uh, but do you also target uh, Bagrin with your prayer of healing? Nope. Not yet. Okay. You just cast prayer of healing as you guys are talking. Um, you see Azizi's uh, body begin to glow as you feel this sort of gentle. Um, these gentle radiant uh, stars just fall down on you and you heal for 14 hit points uh, all wow. of you alright Bagrin is still unconscious and reduced unless you wish to drop concentration on the reduce not yet It's uh, how much time is it? I don't know let's see uh... one minute <laughs> <laughs> it would have stopped when you were on your way. You probably would have had to make him invisible. As well. Unless you want to have trouble running through town with a dead body. Yeah, I, I made him invisible as well. Alright, then you reach you reach here. Uh, I will say that if you want, you can switch the enlarge reduce for the, the invisibility since you didn't check the duration. Um, yeah, yeah. And this way you just cast invisibility and ran away. Um, Alright, so... What are you guys doing? So, who wants to interrogate him? Uh, I mean, everyone left to know. Who? Yeah, I mean, he's your brother. Yeah. He's unconscious still. Yeah, I can... I can ask. But, not sure it's gonna do any... anything good. But we can try. I mean, at least we need to know who has ordered the job to get Tuna and if he knows anyways. Uh, I don't know, to get inside the fortress or, you know, everything that might be useful for us Yeah. at this point. Um, we can all ask questions. Yeah, true. If you're going to um, cast Zone of Truth, maybe not, not as his sight, I think. Because he's going to know, right? He's going to know you cast it. Yeah, so be behind him. If he, he saves the yeah. the thing. If he saves, he if knows. He save. Yeah. If he saves, he knows. Um, will, will it be so, worth it to cast it? Oh yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. We need yeah, the yeah. truth. Yeah. If he fails, well, he failed. If he if 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 the the, the the spell hits, uh, he's going to only tell the truth. Okay. All right. Are you guys ready? Yeah. No. Okay. You waking him up? Get... Yeah. yeah. We need to wake him up first. You so I get behind him. I get behind him. Mm -hmm. So I slap him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to like. Just like Damn. I did with Syndra, not very harshly. I don't want to make any damage with. Like, if you want, if you, if you want to wake so. him up, you're gonna have to heal him. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. I can't believe I'm healing this person. You also have okay. two potions uh, still as well, um, fish. No, I think we can. Oh, or one, yeah, one, one extra. One. We can, we can one extra. spare the. We can spare the. Um... Shit, forgot the, potion. the potions. Yeah, I heal him. Uh, cure wounds. All right, cure wounds. Go ahead and roll as you reluctantly touch the body of Bagren. Ooh. Ten. Ten. Interesting. Hmm, what is he gonna do with ten hit points? He's gonna be on the same place. You see him wake up, all tied up. Oh, oh, oh shit. Hello, you bag of scum. He doesn't say anything. Why can't I see well, from he's... my left eye? While he's doing that, I just cast the zone of truth. Alright, so that is a what saving throw? 14 charisma. It's going to affect everybody in the room. I would love for all of you to, to cast. He has rolled a natural one. You sense him yes. being affected by the spell. Holy shit, 20. <laughs> I'm out of it. I roll a 17. Alright. Cinder 27. Okay, so Tuna and Bagrin, you are both affected by Zone of Truth as well. Sagrin, not Bagrin. Uh, yeah, Sagrin, Bagrin, and Tuna, yeah. Um, Jesus, oh my god, why did I do this to myself? Um, uh, anyway, you sense all of them are, are uh, affected by the spell as your consciousness expands. And you all feel um, a deep connection to, to Zizi in this moment. Um, Bagrin is just scared and not answering or saying anything. Yet, until, you know, I don't know if you're gonna... That went well, Bag. You would have done the same. Would I? Yes. Not sure. Yes, you would I, have. I steal stuff, not creatures. Even if it was for thousands? Yes. Well, You're reaching you low. Sure. She wouldn't do that to me. Why did you kidnap her? You see him kind of twist a message in my head. 2,500 gold for her head. From who? I've never heard it. Where would you drop me? The door of the obsidian dragon. Do you know where is that? Yeah, um, you know. You, yeah. You've heard of it, yeah. Okay. It's the other inn. It's in. the other inn, yeah. Was it a man's voice? No, I couldn't tell. It was many voices at once it was strange probably a man did it say why no it only said 2500 your head tonight at the door did it say specifically tuna the fairy so it must be someone who already knows you 
And the only people who does are the ones from Friendswick. I assume. Do you know if the Baron is involved in this? Which Baron? I forgot. The Baron from Brunswick. I have no idea. Give me a reason why I shouldn't kill you right now. I'm your best friend's brother. And only family she has left. She has me. Us. Us, yeah. Sagarin, please. Why did you abandon Sag? Because I was afraid. I was petrified. (laughs) (laughs) Afraid of what? Of leaving what I already knew. And what did you know? Heatherlig. And stealing the same people. It was safe. I took no risks. But he did now. I did. And look what it got me. me. Again. I didn't betray you, Sagarin. Would you kill your sister for money? I'm sorry I didn't hear. (laughs) Would you kill your sister for money? No. She's the only family I have left. For 10,000. No matter the amount. So why try to kill someone important to Sag? I didn't know she was that important. You guys barely had a name together. You looked uncoordinated. Not even working at full capacity. You looked easy to manipulate. Look, I don't care what you think you can do, but you looked shit. You didn't look fit for someone like Sagrin. I didn't realize you were so important. Or else I would have considered twice. Will you try to kill me if we release you? I don't know what will happen if I get released and I don't deliver your body. Chances are there was someone powerful enough to speak in my head. That someone will probably kill me. We can try to protect you. No, we cannot. Yes, we can. I won't. Well, I will. I think your protection doesn't mean anything, sister. I think I'm as good as that. Yikes. We can try and catch whoever is doing this before the night ends. You can. I don't the only know option we be, have. I don't know yeah, if it will be worth it. To, we can try to use Tuna as a bait, I guess. Tuna can pretend no. to be dead. <laughs> just pretending. I Look. won't help him. It's just like a way for us to find whoever is guilty because they might be involved with everything that's been happening. And they might try again with someone different. Exactly. Okay. But he stays here with he with the rope 
until we we get it. And you will starve. As a punishment? Yes. Okay. I, I am probably dead already. Um, Good. Does it need to be you who delivers it? Or... It said in the message in my head that it, if I didn't deliver her body, I would have they would have known that I have failed and would come after me. Well, we got two choices, guys. Either if we go there with him or we stay here waiting for them. The thing is, he might die without someone actually showing up. Yeah. Just yeah. like the other people have been killed. The eyes. And if we release him, right now I don't really trust that he will stay on our side. He might try and kidnap Tuna again and kill her. Well, he's still in the zone of truth, so if we release you, uh, will you stay on our side? We will try to protect you. No, I would stay on my side. <laughs> There you go. I'm not sure if this is a good idea, guys. I mean, we're still pretty hurt from these past two fights. Yeah. Are we really want to engage on something we don't know? And we can for sure do not trust him because he's saying the truth and he will stay always on his side. I know that he's your brother, but he's also a scumbag. He is. And he deserves what's coming from his bargain with... I don't know who. I don't really blame him, because if I heard a voice like that in my head saying that I, I had to do it, otherwise I would be dead, I would be dead, um, maybe I would have done it as well. <laughs> it's just a survival thing. I would like to remind you guys that you are still also able to take short rests to recover hit points if you want to. Um, if you are going to take one at least one hour in this place, you can already take a short rest and hold, roll as many hit dice as you want. Uh, Estera, due to the periapt of wound closure, you receive the maximum amount of hit points per dice uh, that you roll on your short rest. All the others, you can roll how many you want to recover hit points. Also... Uh, Tuna, you have available to you Arcane Recovery. I know, yeah. Shagrin is just not saying... I mean, Bagrin is just not for this. just not saying anything. <laughs> and he's just looking at the ground. Six hit points. Some Portuguese math, math, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> okay, I'll take two. So, what is to be my fate? Are you gonna leave me here? Well, I want to kill you. I want to save you. I'm not sure if I can. But you're going to probably die. 
either way which makes me happy um and we're kind of uh, kind of kind of weak to face whatever is trying to kill me because if it's power enough power well, em empowered powerful no. if it's powerful enough to to get to your head eh, i don't know it's it's probably it's probably some evil person I don't sure. remember if I asked you, Bagrin, but do you know any way to get in the fortress? I know of no way other than working there or trying to somehow sneak in through the guard. There's only one gate. It is ridiculously hard to get in. You either have an audience with the Countess or you work there or you're one of the many invited for the party I've spent days looking at it figuring out to break in and I've never figured it out well I'm not surprised you're not quite a genius to be honest mm. neither are you enough to take you down Last time I checked, I took you down the dagger to the chest after you so stupidly ran listen, out of the smoke listen. bomb. Enough, enough. Just calm down. Is there a way uh, for us to forge an invitation for the or party? Get an invitation? The invitations were made to all the nobility. There are none others, none other coming through unless you can pretend to be someone that the Countess doesn't know, which... I assume is impossible. Um, or we can try to talk with William and see if he can get us in. I don't know what that is. We can pretend we are their, you know, servants of William, people who help him daily. We gotta find him first for that. He's yeah. probably on the Obsidian Dragon where all members of high society are uh, shouldn't we discuss what we're going to do with this little shit right here is there to anything me. we can do no so In... we're going to leave him here no kill yes just I'll leave that choice to Sagrin yeah I would leave him here and just uh keep him tied up to one of the beds or something like that so he can't remove walk. all his knives first yeah remove everything from him as you go to remove one of his knives you see that he was already cutting through part of the rope with one of the daggers uh, but you managed to take shit. it you managed to take it out um of his hand <sighs> Do you have any more, any other daggers that you can use? No. Do you have any other way to escape? Yes. Which oh. is? Untying the stupid easy knot that your friend here did. Sagrin, would you mind doing a stronger one? Yes, I'll, I'll do it. You know one that Bagrin can't untie. 
And uh, so even though he is very agile and is, manages to squeeze through things and bite his way out of ropes as you have done when you were kids, um, you found one that he can't untie and you secure it. I start unwrapping a bit of my bindings and put around his mouth so he don't cry for help. Alright. <laughs> I never thought I'd be doing this. <laughs> if you try to kill me again, I will remove the other eye. Okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys. So, yeah. Do we go and see what's happened on the Obsidian Dragon door? Or... Yep. It's still very early. Yeah, uh, I would say you guys, you guys wait one hour. Um, I would like to ask you: Do you guys wait the hour uh, outside of the room? Do you wait the hour inside the room uh, for the completion of the short rest? This is. If you want to do anything else after, including skipping time, you can do that. But just so I know, inside of the room, I would say. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, you wait one hour inside of the room. Got it. And then you, uh, you exit as you rested. Um, you close the door. Uh, and Do you have the key to yeah. lock the door? You can. Um, you lock the door, and as you are locking the door, just as all of you exit, you begin hearing... Yeah, this is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you do? I'll go back to the room and <laughs> lock the door. You, you go back um, to the room. Do you open the door and walk in? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. As you do, you see Bagrin is convulsing on the floor, just unable to control his movements. And as you go closer to him, you see on his face, his head, an eye begins to grow. <laughs> And on his cheeks, do more. Dizzy, do something. What do you want? You feel stuff. Kill my brother. Come on, do something. No breath. I anymore. I start uh, trying to CPR him. You you push and push and try as you might. His face is frozen. Eye on his forehead open. Both his eyes open, even though he is missing his left cheek eyes open as well frozen as his body is tied up I start untying him panicking the, the body falls limp I remove everything and I start shaking his body as you shake his body and, and parts of his uh, sort of torn armor and shirt you see his body is covered in eyes uh, his hand grows another one and they're all just fixated on all of you. <laughs> you should cover just, him. Just a stupid question. Yeah. If I blind him, do I blind all the eyes? You're welcome to find out. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> Try it. Why? Why Why will I spend a slot for that? No. I, I already have... So... I don't have a 
should cover him so the eyes won't, you know. I keep shaking. Look at his body. I'm still shaking. You sh he is just limp. No response. Stop, Sai. He's dead. He's no! He can't be! Dead. No! I just push her away from the body. No! And I keep, Side. like, holding the body. You try to you almost like drag his body across the floor, and you see now as you drag blood coming out of his ears and his nose, and his eyes begin already? to to bleed. He still had until nightfall to 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 bring my head. This is our fault. This is our fault. We shouldn't have come here. It's it's not your fault. You you, you didn't know. None of us did. I stop shaking his body and I just drop to the floor. Numb. And just keep staring at him. I want to grab the sheets from the bed and mm -hmm. envelop him. Alright. And even though he was a ass, I'll make his last rites. Alright. Just for Sagrid. You begin slowly enveloping his body. And every time you touch it, you see the eyes react and move to all of you. Just shifting focus between all of you. And then Zizi, intense, fixated. Tuna, intense, fixated. Then Sagrin. It almost looks like it's staring into your soul as it moves through all of you, through Syndra. Eventually, you wrap him up. You begin saying a prayer for Bagrin, Sagrin's twin and only family. And you have his body there, inside the sheet. I'm sorry, Sagrin. Yeah, I'm sorry, too. I don't think it's a good idea to keep a body here in the room. And we also should get rid of the other ones, which are on the bag of holding. We forgot about those. <coughs> bless you, bless you. Ah, thank you. Um, if you guys wait a minute, I I will uncover one of the eyes. Mm -hmm. I will touch it and cast identify. You once again focus as you cast the spell on the eye. You see all of these runes begin to um, float around Tuna. And they all begin to try to find purchase on the eye. I assume it would be like the easiest one to be the forehead one. Uh, of one uh, one of the eyes that grew on Bagrin. You reach out. Everything goes to black. And you find yourself once again in this sort of strange, empty space. Eyes form up around you, as they once did when you attempted to peer into the other one. Can I talk? You can. 
Who are you? Talk to me. No answer. Just staring. Intense staring. I am Tunalaja Meadowfalls. <laughs> if you wish my head, you will talk to me. Talk A to moment me. passes. The eyes grow closer as they all stare at you, and you can see they're different colors. I am not afraid, and you see her shaking <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I am not afraid. Roll a wisdom saving throw for me, please. you out, Sagarin, Zizi, and Syndra, you see Tuna's little body standing on top of, or standing next to Bagrin's head, touching it, and you see her wings, the little patterns on her wings begin to glow, and they extend, occupying the whole room. Uh, roll a d20 for me, please. What the, the whole wings? Uh, no, the the pattern just oh, okay. spreads out. Twelve. You see, as the pattern spreads out into these like uh, sort of strange grayish uh, white color across the whole room, sort of in a line. You see, pushing against it and um, towards you, a head, sort of a a blob. It has one eye and three little stalks, the monsters you've seen before, they're pushing against this sort of pattern that has expanded over uh, this whole, the whole room, maybe even uh, farther out from it, and they're pushing against it. All of them, they, you begin to see one, two, three, four, until one of them passes through and you see it lose all flesh and fall on the ground. You, Tuna, inside of this place, the eyes begin rotating around you, staring, one of them focusing at each time. You can only see one at a time, but there's too many in there. Go inside your mind. They want to push through and they want to break it, but you wake up. And the, the pattern that you see flying out of her wings whew, recedes. And you're back what? to consciousness. Oh my god. What was that? What, what, what did you see? What the fuck? Your wings. They expanded? The pattern expanded? The pattern like on your wings. Do we see anything on the ground? Yeah, there's a the lump of flesh of, of the, this creature. Uh, that managed See? to squeeze squeeze through. Is that yeah. mine? Uh, no. It, it passed through your the pattern of your wings, but you. Am I a plane? Uh, am I a, am I not a plane? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a whole plane. Like a portal or something. Yeah. Are you an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> am, am I a portal? I think you can create, like, portals between planes. That's why they needed you, probably. Maybe. 
they, but they wanted my my head. They wanted me dead. While this is all happening, I'm still super numb. I'm not reacting to anything that's happening, and I keep staring at Bagrin's body. Sag, did you see? No response. Sag, 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 sag. Oh no. <laughs> I think we, you should let her grieve for a moment. I'll... Maybe it's better if we take her away from the body? <laughs> Sagrin, sure I will she... allow you a moment to tell us what is going on through your head. Emptiness. Just... Empty. Feeling numb, feeling alone. The only person that I had on my side since birth is gone. So nothing really matters now. Not even money. Which is saying a lot. It is indeed. Alright. You guys see the lump piece of flesh on the ground. Almost formless. Um... You see Bagrin's body still covered there. Sagrin unresponding to Tuna's, um, well, calls, and as she flies around her, she remains just looking. As you consider taking her away from the body, I will ask you, what are you doing with that body and the remaining bodies that you have inside of your bag of holding? That's a good question. Do you want a, old, a little funeral for your brother, Dave? I don't know. I'll, I'll just sit on her lap in my little arms around her belly. Bob kind of... It's okay. ...begins snuggling around as well. Very nervously. Put you my good arm on her shoulder. <laughs> you grab your left arm, left arm, and you place it on her shoulder. We are here for you. While this is happening, a single tear starts falling on my face. It's raining. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. We should bury the bodies. I think. I don't wanna disrespect my brother, but uh, we're a new group in town and if we just randomly bury bodies it won't be very smart Maybe Burn? Burn would also cause attention, right? We can go to a to a, a hidden place and uh, we burn all the bodies we have The wisest thing to do, I believe. I mean, now I can carry Bagrin inside of the bag since he already passed away. You can also add another one because he had another one in his inventory. Double bag. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if anyone wants it instead of me because. In fact, I, can um, I will tell you what you guys have now. Uh, you find on him a ring. 
Um, it seems to be some sort of magical ring. Uh, identify. <laughs> you spend ten minutes identifying it. It is a ring of queen. a ring of protection. Oh, nice. Uh, you gain a plus one bonus to your AC and to your saving throws while you're wearing this ring. It is uh, an attunement item. You also find on him boots of elven kind. Um, boots of elven kind allow you to uh, make no sound with your steps, uh, and they also gain, give you uh, advantage on stealth checks that rely mo on moving silently. So you have boots of elven kind and a ring of protection and another bag of holding. And inside of the bag, there's anything? You empty the bag, there's a bunch of daggers. Uh, you find a total of 435 gold um, that Bagrin had. His life savings. <laughs> Welcome to another thief. Um, <laughs> Damn. Four, it's your brother, you should have known better. 435 gold. Um, a, like, you find at least six daggers in there. They're all kind of like regular daggers and old daggers. Um, and you find uh, a little sort of amulet. Um, sort of a, a, a little locket. It's pretty simple. It's probably like silver or brass, actually. Um, and it opens up. And as you do, you see two exactly look like two drawings that look exactly like each other, one on each side. Um, except the expressions are different. Uh, and they seem to be two portraits of uh, one of Bagrin and one of Sagrin. I start crying. Aww. Heavily. <clears throat> and while I do that, I'll I'll wear I put the amulet on right. on me. Uh, I say the woods are good for Sag as well. What about the ring? The boots, uh, it would be redundant for for Sagrin. She already has advantage on stealth checks. Yeah. So if anybody else wants to wear the boots, they can. Not me, because I fly. I would say ZZ. Why do I get a whole collection of items every time? Because <laughs> you're, you're the dead weight. They need you to move silently, because last yeah. time you didn't, you fucking caused the worst clusterfuck of the history of clusterfucks. Um, it's just more time, guys. <laughs> it's called they're, they're called boots of elven kind. If you want to add them on D and D Beyond, they are attunement. However, so watch for the slots you have of items attuned. Yeah. Ring of protection plus one to AC plus one to saving throws. You can also assign that to whoever. Um, one of you guys can uh, can keep it. I, I already have the wand of fireballs and the circle of blasting. I kept them. So I have the code and the the flame tongue dagger. Syndra it is, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Ring of protection, you can add it. Inventory, manage inventory, uh, and search for ring of protection. You can add it, equip it, and attune it, which is, if you scroll down, you will find the attunement section. So you can attune to the items. I will say you guys have more than enough time to attune to them uh, whilst you are here. Um, yeah, I don't want to keep 
the bag of holding okay. like two of them okay for myself is very yeah. useless mm -hmm. i already have the box i guess syndra <laughs> syndra you also get an, a bag of holding or as this one was named the bagrin of holding Got it. All right. So, what are, what are you guys doing? I'm still crying. Zeg, <laughs> I know it was your brother, but right now, you might lose your brother and me. So, we, we, we kind of need to act fast. What do we do now? Well... Do you guys want to go to the um, Obsidian Dragon? We need to find a place to burn the bodies, no? Or do you guys want to do that later? We, we can keep them on the bag. Yeah. Green, yeah. On the bag green of hold. Sag, do you prefer to carry? I'll carry I'm... my brother, yes, and I will avenge him. Okay. What about the remains of the other... Thingy. It's still on her bag, I think. <laughs> Just broken fucking bones, like crumpled <laughs> together as you guys shoved it in. The bodies uh, won't go anywhere during the in the bag. Yeah, it's infinite, isn't it? Yeah, it's not an infinite space, but there is enough space for uh, the bodies. I think it was like uh, three bodies or something like that. There's enough space for the three bodies um, and for. Uh, uh, Bagrin's small one, definitely. Plus all the other items. <laughs> so, well, let's go there. Uh, we we I, still don't really know what we're gonna do. I, I was gonna say something. Uh, if you want, you can also. The Sagrin, I'll suggest this to you. You can also switch the contents of your bag to Sindra's bag, so that you can carry. Um, Bagrin alone on one of the bags so that he is not contaminated by blood from the others, ash, um, uh, the gold you you have possibly gets stabbed by a dagger that you're keep, keeping in there. Uh, you know, if you don't want to adult, you know, adulterate the body as much, you can carry it alone on one of the bags. All right. Or the box because it's empty. Or the box. It's kind of hard to fit him inside the box though. But... <laughs> Bagrin belongs inside of the bag his bag alright you gently uh, shove him inside of a bag and you remember something Sagrin in this whole um, situation your mind wasn't clear but now that you've had a little bit of time to think um, there's a place that you know of here um, it's called the Tumbling Pebble. It is a dive bar in um, in the port of Lusang, pretty close to where you're at right now. It's just around the corner. The shadiest of places. Um, it is also a gathering for thieves, where they can get... Um, where they can flip the shit that they steal, where they can find cover for, you know, to, to hang out a little bit and protection. Um, and when there's the occasional body, people are known to go there for them to get rid of it. 
Um, so that place exists. You know of it. You have never visited it. Uh, but as um, a criminal yourself, um, you tend to find these things out really fast when you are uh, walking around the town and you have passed through here before. So. If you guys want to get rid of the bodies at old place, it's kind of shady, but we can use it. I won't get rid. I won't get rid of my brother, though. Oh, good. I says you guys wish if you wish to get rid of the rest of the bodies or go to the to the other end. We can see take if there's bodies. Liam there. Liam, William. We can take care of the bodies later. It doesn't matter. Right. When yeah. when everything is calmer and just, we have everything under control. Just one information: uh, the bags of holding are not infinite, and bodies do occupy some space. So if we find some stuff uh, now, in somewhere, we possibly won't be able to to carry. Put them in, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we still we still have the the box. Yeah, but it's, on, it's also on the way, so... Okay. We get rid of the, the bodies, we fine. keep the, the bag with his body, and then we can... find a place for his rest, which is a better place. And then we can go to Obsidian Inn. Yeah. Alright. Dragon. Yeah. So you guys are, um, are headed towards the Tumbling Pebble, then? Yeah. Alright, uh, so... You uh, guide them to the sort of around the corner of the Forgetful Pint, uh, sort of right on the bank uh, of the river, of the Leniste River. Um, and as you do, you kind of, you know it's around the place, but you have to look a little bit. But you find in an alleyway um, this <laughs> small sign um, of pretty much, it's pretty much a little rock. Uh, with like these these like movement designs on the the sign carved on wood, um, and the sign is like uh, hanging with two chains, but uh, not the wrapper actually two chains, uh, and uh, it, one of them is kind of like dangling a little bit lower than the other. You head there, and you open the door, and you walk into this sort of very very small space. It's, there it only there are only like a few tables and this long ass bar that sits to the left uh, of the space. There's no hearth, no fireplace. It's just cold in here. It it, it reeks of, of of molding cheese and the wood seems to be all damp and and rotting, uh, having like these dull and dark brown uh, tones all across. As of now, there is no one um, at uh, this place, no patrons. However, you do find um, uh, the owner of the space, or at least the bartender. You see, um, kind of um, scrubbing down a, a little glass, little cup, uh, you, as all bartenders do, um, you see this rough, uh, dull, green-skinned goblin. Uh, full of, of moles and scars. It has very well combed black hair parted in the middle and combed to the sides uh, Almost like coming out of his uh, the sides of his head 
Um, he has a yellow left eye and like a completely cataract ridden right eye that has a monocle on it. Um, he wears like this ripped tuxedo uh, type outfit that's just like a torn uh, sleeve on his left side and there's a little bit of like his his, his little uh, shirt is torn uh, as well like on the on the collar and as you guys walk in uh, he kind of looks at you grabs his monocle and begins kind of looking close Oi what can I do for you? Hello we got some business of what you know, kind what Oh, you know yeah and how can I know that you're not with a guard? Uh, the god? The god. Pirate. Oh, the god. You never heard an accent. Uh, yeah, we don't really care about them. I think once you see what we have inside the bodies, you'll know we're not with a guard. Bodies. All right. Show me, please. No, oh, oh, oh. You have uh, the bag. <laughs> um, yeah. This we exchanged. Can you open the bag for him to see? Yeah, yeah, I open. You open the bag and you call out what what you want to come out and you see the bodies of <laughs> fall on on top of like the the, the counter of uh, the bar and behind it and he goes, oh, oh. All right. <laughs> oh, see, you, you, you can't be with a god. Um, so, uh, oh, this is, he kind of grabs the monocle, scrubs it on his shirt, looks with the eye that clearly can't see. <laughs> All right, uh, that'll come to total of, I'll say, um, 200 gold to get rid of them. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Are you, are you paying? 150. Nah, I think you want 200. <laughs> 170. I don't think we're doing this, love. 200 it is. <laughs> and I shed another tear. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other eye, so it's not the, yeah. you know, the same. <laughs> 200 gold. Uh, and you see, all right. I'll get rid of them any specific way. You want me to get rid of them? You want me to burn them? You want me to toss them to the pigs? Let them eat them? Uh, burn. Whatever burn. your favorite is. Burn. I think burn. burning. Burn. Oh, I, I'd love to see them as they look, you know, as pig shit, but sure, I'll burn them. <laughs> and the name's Pesca, by the way. Pesca Chunos. Pesca I'm Tuna. Pesca Chunos. Oh, Pesca. Yeah. Besker. Sorry about the accent, guys. Besker, what? Uh, uh, Tuna's. <laughs> Hi, Tuna. Oh, you like the fish? <laughs> yes. Oh, nice. You must taste quite nice then. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think so. Oh, have you tried yourself? <laughs> no. Oh, maybe you should. Maybe it tastes like fish. <laughs> have you tried yourself? He bites his hand. I have for many a time. Tastes like shite. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Let's get out. 
And by the way, Mr. Pasker, have uh, you yeah. received many bodies before, I assume? No, I have, do, yeah. Do some of them have weird eyes all over them? Oh, wait. Other than two and the little extra one behind the back. <laughs> no. Yeah. None others. <laughs> no? All right. All right. Thank you for your services, I guess. Yeah. No problem. I kind of, kind of like you guys. Got a shiny little tuna there. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> Thanks for the gold and the bodies. <laughs> Have fun with them. Um, you see me immediately like begin to grabbing them and dragging them into the back. Um, all right. Where are you guys going? To the other end, right? The obsidian. Yeah, let's go like. To... Sneakily. Yeah, really not straight to the door. Yeah. Like, all right, investigate. Just, yeah. I'm gonna curve the bullet, yeah. All right, I'm gonna curve the bullet. Gotcha. Now I'm good with stealth checks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have oh advantage, that doesn't necessarily mean you're good. That but is I up to the silently. <laughs> you do that, is up to the dice. Um, you guys notice as you're walking that um, ZZ steps make no noise, um, it is silent steps. Uh, you just uh, hear the occasional jiggle of his shield on, around his back. Uh, and his pouch, but nothing else. You uh, move through and across um, uh, the city of Lusan, and you have to go quite deep and uh, towards the north, fuck, northwest side of um, of this place. Um, but eventually, you reach um, sort of the, the you turn a corner, and you see. Um, what could be, could only be, uh, the Obsidian Dragon, for those that don't know it, but, um, Tsagrin does know that it is. Um, you, uh, actually it is, it would be more towards, you would be heading northwest, but the, the inn itself is on the western side of, of town. Um, it, it kind of breaks everything around it. You see that the regular houses, like double story buildings with like double roofs and everything. Um, but they're all quite common and bland in, in architecture. It's woods and the dull stones. You see a jet black marble building that kind of stands out from every, everything. It's the building's facade gives it an ominous look as there's a, like a small tower at the center, sort of a, above the second story. And that small tower culminates in the head of a dragon. At this time, you can still see them burning, but it's not as impressive since you we are going more towards the lunch hour, uh, towards midday, early afternoon. You see two small torches burning on each of the eyes of, of, of the head of this dragon. Uh, from this angle, you can see that the outside is decorated with two pillars that flank the big door at the entrance. You see that a dragon tail encircles each of the pillars carved in different shades of the same uh, black marble. I'd like all of you to make for me an um, intelligence check, please. Hmm. <clears throat> 
Six. <laughs> six, seven, now an eight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Natural one from Tuna. And another one from uh, Syndra, please. Intelligence check. What is it? On your stats. Okay, just uh, okay. straight yeah. intelligence. Okay. Another natural <laughs> one. God. We're very smart. It is beautiful jet black marble. <laughs> the the parts of the building that are not decorated with with that dark marble are instead made of a sort of black stone, contrasting um, uh, a little bit with the curtains that you can see uh, from inside that seem to be sort of on the the, the reddish color maybe uh, that you can see slightly from the side of the building, uh, and there are these like black wood shutters that are open and some of the ba balconies use the marble once again uh, in the balusters that encircle. Uh, the balcony. You can see it from here. What do you do? Uh, Tuna is very afraid, so I'm going to hop on the the the, the pocket. Um, okay. Um, Siren's pocket, uh, <laughs> because my my head is wanted. <laughs> I'll just stay here. You guys do whatever. And she hits. And I, I, she, <laughs> she hits something inside. Hits her stone boob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what are you guys doing? I'm still super numb. So. I have become so numb. Okay. Uh, so you said it was lunchtime, right? Around that that hour, yeah. Let's feed tuna. Look through the windows. Well, you could fly there. <laughs> uh, I won't. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I won't. I won't leave here. They want my head. Let's look through the windows. Then. I'm tiny, and I can't really look through the windows. I want to say climb, but I don't think that's a good idea. It would be a weird idea. Uh, me and Cici peek, I guess. You can try and enter the inn normally. Yeah, why would we pick? Be guessed. Uh, although, uh, maybe Zizi. Sindra doesn't look very good. Um, she might not enter. I wouldn't let her in. So I think Zizi might be the best option and the rest uh, of us are here. For AOA, I'll just go in. The last and meet the It's AO. Yow. Yeah. Yow. Just call her the Nightbringer. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> by the way, for reference, Syndra still has a, a coat wrapped around her right arm. Uh, and has bandages? A ton of bandages on her uh, left <laughs> eye as well. So Syndra is just a wreck. Just a mess walking around here. She looks like a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. She's okay, like the, the Lego of sorceresses. Okay, um, you are you going in alone? Does anyone wants to come in with me? I can't. And I look like a teeth. That jacket kind of looks to. good. So I guess just me and my unshaking faith. Okay. <laughs> and your sneaky boots. And my sneaky boots. You're just gonna get in and. You know, just ask around. You don't have to do much. And, and try to find it. William. <laughs> yeah. Just ask around. Who wants to kill a fairy? No. 
Please no. don't do that. All right, where are you guys staying while he while he goes inside? Hi. There, like, a... There's an alleyway you can you can yeah. sit at. All right. Okay, Zizi. You move towards yeah. the Obsidian Dragon. Tuna. As you see Zizi leave you, you feel another urge. One similar to one you had felt before. And it's drawing you inside of the Obsidian Dragon. Mm. Your, the decision is still yours. I know. Anyway, Zizi, you begin walking towards this place, and as you walk inside, the doors are open. It's just this huge, huge door, unnecessarily big. Um, inside, the look of the place kind of drastically changes from its like frightening and imposing skin. It is warm and, and welcoming. It is very well lit by a beautiful bronze uh, chandeliers that project uh, their light into the red tapestry and, and curtains. Uh, and they are on, the flame permanently on uh, in this place, even though it is broad daylight. It is, oh, you see all of the, the tapestries, the curtains, they are embroidered with these like golden tones and flame patterns. On the first floor, just as you walk in, there is a desk like straight ahead of you with someone standing behind it, uh, following this red carpet on the floor. And it is flanked right to the sides um, by two beautifully uh, or beautiful merging staircases that lead onto the second floor made of the same dark oak wood that presents the flooring. It is sort of very cozy space. Uh, to the sides of the staircases that are flanking the, the, the front desk, there are two doors, or I would say doorways. It's just, there's no door, it's just a place to walk uh, through, and um, you can't quite see what is beneath the, uh, or uh, after that those two doorways, but uh, behind the desk, um, you see uh, sort of a male, maybe elven, half-elven, you're not sure, uh, but you do see uh, pointy ears, slightly tanned skin, a few deep wrinkles uh, in his face, uh, especially kind of in the forehead area. Uh, gray hair kind of down to his shoulders, he's thin, the, the hair is like thinning, but it's still strong. Uh, he has like these beautiful amber eyes and a very friendly expression and demeanor. Uh, he wears like a formal clothing and mostly black with orange embroideries of like these flame patterns. Um, as you kind of walk in, he goes, Oh, uh, welcome to the Obsidian Dragon. My name is Gwynna Aska. How may I help you? Uh, you may help me by repeating your name. Gwynnar Aska. Gwynnar. Gwynnar. Oh, Gwynnar. G-W-Y-N-N-A-R. Assault rifle. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi. Um, do you, uh, by any chance, know if um, the Baron son from Brunswick, Brunswick is staying uh, on this inn? Uh, I am sorry, but I am not at the liberty to divulge the uh, customers that I have in. Forgive me, but uh, I respect their privacy very much. Very well. 
Uh, in the back of my head, I'm just <laughs> getting a slight annoying <laughs> feeling about this guy. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> he's just doing his job! <laughs> no, he's not. Um, uh, then, do they, do they have like a, I don't know, a place where they get like uh, food or drinks or whatever? Are you like, asking him that? Yeah. Uh, Do you well, have a place where I can, I don't know, get a sip, maybe of a, a drink or? Of course we do. The bar and restaurant are just behind uh, these two doors here. You may uh, enter and you will uh, arrive at our most beautiful restaurant. All right. And I presume that the rooms are upstairs, right? They are indeed. If you wish to uh, acquire a room, uh, we are currently almost full, so. It would be wise to acquire one soon. Okay, thanks. Uh, I'll just go and get a drink. Alright, please. Um, and then I wanna go there to, the, the, to that area to see mm -hmm. if uh, I can talk All to right. the guy on the bar. Gotcha, very much. Very much so you can do that. Yes, uh, very good. Very nice. All right, let me switch to a new tavern ambience that I found. Uh, okay. This one has uh, vocals in it, so don't get scared if you hear an NPC voice. Um, so. Of course. <clears throat> um, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, anyway. <laughs> Um, you, uh, you walk in past, uh, the, the doorway and, and, uh, you see, uh, sort of, uh, immediately as you walk in, uh, it is this wonderful sort of, uh, restaurant area. There's like, it's a comfortable big space with mahogany furniture, uh, all over and sort of this certain, like, magical warmth. You, you don't see any, uh, fireplace or any hearth, but it just feels... Um, warm already in here, uh, especially comparatively to the previous room, which is already pretty warm. Um, the place is currently packed as it is uh, lunchtime. Um, are you by any chance covering your face or just walking through? I'm just walking through with like that kind of look of, you know. Uh, chin up and like okay I'm not that impressed I kind of belong here alright um, just uh, as as you uh, walk through you're walking through the tables um, I will say actually as you walk into the room I will say that you notice this uh, because you have pretty high passive perception um, <laughs> with a 16 towards the left side of the room you recognize um, three figures. Or actually, you recognize two figures. Uh, on the table for three, uh, you see uh, a man. Uh, well, actually, you see three men, but you see one man that you recognize. Uh, short black hair, graying, a very thick beard, like thicker on the neck and graying as well. Very, like, burly and with a huge beer gut. Um, rosy cheeks. And wearing this sort of low-quality breastplate that is almost bursting with the, you know, the sheer pecs that he has, but not the good kind of pecs. Um, and you recognize Baron Edwin Willis. 
to his side. Uh, the personification of a bear. Bald, scarred scalp, thick, dark brown beard and a gray uh, mustache. Uh, thick eyebrows, strong rough lines in his face. Tall, tall man. Commander Hector Pierce. And uh, next uh, to them or on the table, you see a man that you don't recognize. Um, he, he seems to, to have uh, sort of a darker uh, skin tone, uh, like dark skin, uh, slender. Um, you see very, very short hair, like getting gray, almost like fully shaved, but uh, you can notice the gray spots. Um, you're seeing him like from the back, so you don't know um, uh, who it is, but you can see that it's, uh, they're wearing, like, a, a sleeveless, uh, blue long coat, um, and a, a white shirt. That's all that you can, you can see for now. Uh, just as you enter the room, where are you, uh, going? Where are you proceeding? Uh, to the guy on, the... the bar. Yeah, the bar. It is on the other side. Okay, so are you uh, trying to avoid? Uh, are you trying to avoid him or? I'm trying to avoid eye contact or that the commander Pierce notice me. Okay, as just as you step into the room and walk a few feet, instantly he looks at you, <laughs> and you see him notice you, and he touches the Baron. You see the Baron looks, and he looks at you and nods. I nod back. All right. You move um, back into the uh, the space uh, and and continue dodging through every table, reaching the bar. You see a young a young man wearing very formal clothes. Um, he just goes up to you and says, "Hello there. Um, how can I help you?" Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm actually not here for any drinks, but I bet they're delicious. Um, I was looking uh, if you would know the parents son from Brunswick. His name is William. I believe he's staying here. I'm sorry. Uh, and don't tell me that you cannot say about your customers. You're not even ordering. I'm sorry. That is very suspicious of you. Uh, I'm, I can't really help you. He's staying here, right? I'm sorry. I cannot say anything. Oh my gosh. My goddess, I mean. <laughs> Um, can I get you anything, um, other than answering your suspicious questions of looking for They're members of a noble I'm family? They're not for my friends. How would I know that he's your friend? And I, I, I'm sorry, I don't even know, I know who you're talking about. I know he's gonna play. I know he plays really well, and I just want to ask him Other than the lady that was singing right now, there is no one scheduled to play. He will not play here. He will play on another special occasion that will happen soon. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I am not aware. Please, uh, uh, you, would, you will force me to call someone. That's not necessary. I'll see myself out and then I make a little, you know, nobility look away <laughs> and say, like, whatever. <laughs> okay, uh, I just want to know how well that goes. Please roll performance check for me. <laughs> just going to see how, how much of an idiot you look like. It goes pretty well. Seventeen, pretty good. You, you, you. <laughs> and immediately, as you like, you turn back, you <laughs> slam into someone, and you see the fucking 
almost two meter tall body of Commander Hector Pierce. Um, right in front of you. If it isn't the heretic. Hi there. Hi, what are you doing in Luzon? I believe that's not um, of your business. It isn't, but I'll say this. You're going to join us at the table. The Baron has requested you. Oh, really? He has. Oh. <laughs> okay, very well. Alright. Uh, he kind of like grabs you. He's very strong. You feel his arm like on your shoulder, uh, pushing you against him. Can you be more gentle, please? Shut up. And he um, moves you towards the table. And as, as you arrive at the table, uh, you see now the man uh, in front of you. Um, you, you see he has a, a sort of a, a, um, a stubby nose and a few noticeable rings as well on his forehead around his eyes. And he has this sort of uh, intriguing presence, almost a, a little bit slimy at first uh, glance. You see now that the, the white shirt he's wearing, he has this gold plate over the chest with um, uh, a symbol, a crest. Um, you recognize the scales with the sword and the shield. Uh, this is the Dubois crest. Um, and as you sit down, uh, Pierce goes, Alright, you do your talking. I don't condone this shite. I'm out. And he walks out. And the Baron goes, Alright, um, hello there, uh, ZZ, um, uh, sorry, uh, my lord, uh, I would like to introduce you to one of the protectors of Brunswick. Uh, this man here has saved the town of Brunswick um, before, along with his troop. Uh, where are your friends? Uh, where are my friends? Uh, I believe they went for a walk. Oh, and what did you come here to do alone? Well, well, this is a very fine inn indeed and William I don't know if I should tell you this but William actually told me that he would be playing on the Countess birthday and I'm a really huge fan of that my so, son will do what that's what he told me he is back to that well You see immediately you the other the other person. Uh, so your son is also apparently a musician. Other than the coward, he is. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, my lord. Uh, my son is more than capable, not a coward, and a great warrior. Am I right, uh, my friend Azizel? Completely right. He also actually helped us to protect Brunswick. If, if if actually it weren't for William. Roll deception we... check. <laughs> you didn't even let me finish. <laughs> You're already lying, I'm sorry. <laughs> deception, right? Mm -hmm. Can I guide myself on this? You want to emit a, a shiny radiant glow in the middle of the tavern? Can I sneeze and... Oops. <laughs> and you glow when you sneeze, dude? <laughs> 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 the glowing sneeze. <laughs> uh, 
Um, you see him look at you with a suspicious look. Uh, uh, all right, um, my lord, perhaps proper introductions. Uh, Azizel, this is the Countess's brother, uh, Richard Dubois. Uh, a fine gentleman and a good friend and also business partner of, of Brunswick. So it would be good uh, that you, at least when you lie, you're a little bit more believable. I tried. <clears throat> he goes, uh, so uh, might I ask uh, what uh, what are you doing at this table? What interest do you have in him, uh, Edwin? And the Baron goes, oh, um, I just, <laughs> I just wanted to show you that if heroes like these grow and, and, and show themselves in Brunswick, my son is more, more than capable. Growing up there, he grew up a hero. He is more than fitting to marry your daughter. Um, I would still have to wait and see. Anyway. Uh, nice to meet you. Azizel, I heard. Uh, yes, my name is Azizel Noahali. You can call me Zizi for friends. I am not your friend, neither do I want to be. Uh, Azizel will be fine. You can call Very me well. Lord. Very well, Lord. Dubois? Oui. <laughs> um, the Baron uh, kind of like um, begins, like, kind of looking desperately, and his gaze meets, uh, uh, Commander Pierce's gaze. Um, and then he looks at you, um, all right, um, well, uh, it's a pleasure to see you in town. Uh, are you here for the festivities, uh, Azizel? I would uh, assume. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, can I have a word with you, uh, just for a <sighs> second before I leave? I would have, I would love to have a word with you, but it just so happens that, um... I am kind of in the middle of a business conversation here with a... Uh, sure, it can be later, maybe, uh... <sighs> of course, later, uh, never, later, yes, uh, we will talk later. Um, and at this moment, you begin sort of hearing heavy footsteps outside, or, or kind of outside the room. You guys, outside, are you keeping a, are you keeping a look on the Obsidian Dragon? Yeah. You see a man with a hooded red cape, bow in hand that has this sort of dragon wings, and a giant black and white dire wolf behind him, walking inside of the obsidian dragon. You begin hearing footsteps as you hear, and the music stops. You see walk inside of the room as everybody just <gasps> gasps and looks a man a hooded man um yeah he's wearing these sort of colors very similar to the ones that you've encountered in the house you just broke into long black hair and beard mostly gray now he's like permanently locked into this expression of anger wearing like thick leathers and furs and he walks in with a bow in hand and behind him the looming figure of a dire wolf as he 
takes out an arrow, points it at the room, and says... The what? The room. The room. Oh. Focus on your table. Which one of you cunts broke into my house and killed my son's wife? And everybody just grows silent as the dog is looking all around. Um, you see Pierce instantly takes out a sword and as he does, the arrow is pointed at him and Pierce brings it down. You see uh, Richard uh, rises up from his table. Uh, my, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Willem, it is probably wise to lower your bow. You do not want to do that at the brother of the Countess, do you? Someone just broke into my house and killed my son's wife. And I know damn well it was one of you in here. One of you filthy little swines. One of you coddled little nobles. My wolf brought me here, and he will tell me where the culprit is. You, Zizi, at this moment see the fear of God in the Baron's face as he is like pulled back in his chair. Another man rises from the opposite corner. You see um, a male uh, human with sort of short brown hair also down to his shoulders, uh, green eyes and um, sort of scruff beard, uh, kind of like I have now, but a little bit better. Um, it's very slender uh, in, in build with sort of a slightly larger upper torso, wearing the silver plate armor with a white cloak adorned by a blue embroidery of a symbol that you don't recognize. You see a blue dragon sort of uh, spinning around in a circle, biting a sword. He rises up with another man um, as well. Uh, short black hair, brown eyes, very well taken care of beard, very tall and muscular, almost uh, taller than uh, Commander Pierce with like thick arms and a bit of a tummy developing. The body you see is full of scars because he wears these thick scale shoulder pads and a thick fur cloak and spiked bracers and a heavy leather waist cloth, but he still has his skin revealed and he gets up with an axe on his back. And the other man, the one with the silver plate armor, wearing this very like noble uh, garments goes, all right, I believe that is enough, Willem. You were you will stop this at once. Nobody here has done anything. It is impossible. Why would we kill your son's wife? Why would we break into your house? And Willem says, Because I have a dragon tooth in it. My gift for the Countess. Which of you swines wants it? Please, please, Willem. Nobody here wants it. You see the other man, the one with the axe, moves sort of closer and looks battle ready. And then Willem says, Well, 
then you'll allow Lucius here to get a little whiff, a little sniff of all of you. The that man looks around and looks at du, the Dubois man and at the Baron, and they all nod yes. <sighs> and the the Baron Willem signals to his direwolf as it begins moving, <laughs> knocking down tables. He goes to the other man's table before. <laughs> he kind of directs his snout towards the bar, towards the, the, the restaurant as he smells a little bit of food. <laughs> Continues moving through the, the room as it reaches your table, Zizi. He begins smelling around the Baron, smelling around Dubois, and then... <laughs> smells around you. He moves back, and you see him kind of share a look with Baron Willem as you see the Baron's eyes become just as the wolf's eyes, as a strange bond is shared there. The Baron lowers his bow, knocks or puts the arrow back in the quiver. You will hear from me in the next days. And he exits with the wolf. A few moments pass as you sit there and you guys outside, just as this whole situation passed for a few minutes. You see, after a while, the wolf exits and begins smelling towards your side and looks at his boss. And they continue moving in another direction. As inside, the music resumes. Oh my god. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, you... The, the other man sits down, and the Baron kind of finally breathes. Oh my god. Thank the Lord for Count Orr. This would have been... This would have been terrible if anything had happened, if he had not appeased him. Um, and Richard goes... I do not much enjoy the Count meddling with our business. The Count. <laughs> Count Matthias should not do this. This is my sister's jurisdiction, and Willem is her baron, not his. This is an offense. But yet, he still calmed down the situation. Do, do you not agree, Azizel? Uh... I, I, I'm just so scared. I, I just gag and say, yeah, 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 for sure. It's quite impressive to see Lucius, right? That that dire wolf. I mean, I was scared, but seeing up close, the black fur, the whites mixing in, it is a beauty of a creature, don't you think? Me? Yeah, you. Uh, yeah. You seem quite nervous, Azizel. Uh, yeah. Are you all right? 
I guess I, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm okay. All right. Uh, well, if you could please now leave us to our business, we have uh, a little bit to discuss. Uh, uh, thank you, Count Matthias, for your way of dealing with the situation. Uh, and the Count just uh, raises his mug and continues reading a book that you now notice he's reading. And he seems uh, to lock his eyes with you, uh, ZZ, for a little bit. Uh, as he then resumes reading, um, reading his, his book. What do you do? Do you leave the table? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> you leave the table, do you head outside? Uh, yeah, in kind of a panic. Alright, you head outside, of... uh, say your goodbyes, Commander Pierce just kind of shoulder checks you as you go outside, but you move, uh, to I your... I don't even care, I just, I'm just so in panic. You move and you convene with your friends. Um, and, like, I start talking, like, shaking, like I have mm -hmm. Parkinson or something. Uh, so, guys, that something happened, and I'm really, 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 really scared. So, remember the guy went where we broke in his house? So, he got in, and he had a dire wolf, and he took some whiffs around me, and I think I have a target on my back. Oh, it was that guy. You saw him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we all yeah, saw Yeah, he him. pointed an arrow and a bow to everyone inside, and his direwolf came close to me with his huge teeth, and and he said, I will hear, hear from him on the next few days, and, and uh, I'm so, scared. So, uh, how did you survive? Because there was someone I, <laughs> I didn't even caught the names, they were just so much buffier than me <laughs> and they uh they basically i don't know what happened i got saved in the middle i thought i was gonna die i was already giving myself the last rights he still sniffed know. you right yeah he did so you're not the target maybe they want to kill her kill who killed the the the, the source remember well, I was there when the, yeah, the woman but, died. But maybe it's the one who killed her, like the final... Well, I it... believe the direwolf would catch upon the smells of everyone who was inside the house, not just one person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We gotta be careful. Yep. Careful? Hey, I didn't just shower. Anything. It's not just a shower. <laughs> but okay, thanks. <laughs> then I smell my armpit. <laughs> uh, well, your armpit kind of smells um, very sweaty. From all the sweat that you are dripping right now from what happened in there. Did you guys leave anything there? Only the, the dagger too. Did we you left. bring my dagger? It wasn't stuck inside uh, Bagrin's eye, so yeah, you took yeah, it out and you, you kept it. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I took it out when I was yeah. doing the medicine. Hmm. I don't think we left anything, but our smell should be in the house. We, we left ashes <laughs> of the wife of his son. It was the That's wife? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's Shit. what we left. Oh, maybe I should have put it on the bag, I guess. Oh, yeah, and, uh, well, maybe we killed a bunch of guards as well and broke into his house. I believe you bringing the ashes wouldn't make a difference, but yeah. I don't like your tone. <laughs> you know why things went south? I do. Did you see anything else inside of the inn? Uh, to complete useless employees. <laughs> and I also saw Baron Edwin, Commander Pierce, and I met Richard Dubois. Or, as he wants to be called, Lord Dubois. And, uh, I also saw two weird men with white cloaks and all that, but I don't remember more, actually. I was just in panic. Okay. And, yeah. No William. No William. But from what I understood, they don't like the fact that William is a musician and they want him to fight. And Basically, Lord Dubois wants to be impressed by William to know that he's worthy of marrying his daughter, so... Not a surprise, we talked to William, and William yeah. said that his father was kind of against everything he wanted to do. Maybe he's somewhere else. Maybe he's practicing in a place far from here, but still in town. Practicing music, or...? Yeah, music. Oh. Maybe. Well, if we could get Baron to believe that we could help William to, you know, impress the Baron, the Lord, I mean, we could get access to the birthday party. But I couldn't get a, a word with the Baron. He was too busy, apparently. <laughs> oh well. He doesn't like us very much, so yeah. yeah. Before I forget, uh, Zizi, open your box. I open my box. Um, Sindra, uh, drop uh, the diamonds into Zizi's oh, yeah. box. So, if something happens, he has access to the diamonds during battle. Okay, yeah. I, uh, I give. Also, I don't know if you took notes, but you also got uh, gold's worth of jewelry um, other yeah. than the diamond, and you got to keep what would have been Sagrin's part. Um, you guys took the 200 gold diamond. Uh, he took the remaining uh, jewelry, so you have, uh, a, a, I would say, I don't remember quite well, but let's say 200 gold uh, worth of other uh, jewelry as well. Um, uh, that you can sell if you find a place to sell them. Um, okay. While you're counting and, and doing that, I I say, um, Sag. Yes. Do you remember why I'm here on why 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 I was on Brunswick? Uh, something drew you there. Like uh -huh. you were drawn to it. Uh, that thing disappeared when we burned the the cave. The, the pool disappeared. Uh, and now I'm feeling it again here on Obsidian Dragon. Hmm. We burned down 
portal, not portals, but like ritual circles on the floor. Yeah. Uh. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Did it have a portal there? No. Uh, no, the, but the ritual circles were helping the portal yeah. form. Oh. The portal was not is not like permanently open, but the ritual circles you guys deem were necessary for whatever creature was there to summon uh, those things. Maybe there's a cave. It was weird. Once I got in, I saw no fireplaces, and it was warm. Magic. I'm not sure. But so it's no coincidence. <clears throat> Should we burn down this place as well? Uh, Holy shit! Thing. I'm in. Yeah, we have, we have grease. <laughs> and we have the, the oil. We have, we we have, have everything. We can, we can cover everything with, with oil. And you can just make me a little tiny flame. as well. You fly, and I enter, and we both just scatter oil all around, and then we burn the place down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would get my revenge. I would avenge my brother. <clears throat> Possibly. Because I don't know who's guilty, but... I, I wanna kill. That's the way to go. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh my god, Cinder's the sensible one? <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, Sandra? Do you I need am. make do you need to make like a, a routine check on you? Nah, I'm fine. Uh, I'm just thinking that there might be a cave or something, and we should try to find that and burn that, not the whole place down. But the pool is right there, not not in a cave. But Maybe it's under should, the, the should we find like the basement a, or something? Should should we find a place? Uh, that cures curses and stuff for you, Syndra, because this is another town. Maybe there's someone that can help your body. And I look up and down. Maybe at the sh that shady place, you know? Uh, the shady place? No. That's just for, you know, shady things. Not Eat. that kind of shady. Maybe you know something. How about your father? Would he be around? Would he join the party? Uh, no. Mm. Not at all. Your father probably doesn't even know who the fuck these people are. Two below his, his pay grade. He's not a fun guy, I see. Not at all. Not a mushroom, no. <laughs> it's <what>? delay. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> it was just the processing, and yeah. then. The What do you guys want to do? Um, Tuna, do you want to go inside of one of the windows and check things? Check if we can, you can feel like the pool? Although it might be very dangerous for you. Well, Someone wants well, your head? True. Here. 
And even if I use invisibility, they might know where I am. Either way. But if they know where I am, they they should they should already have be killed, right? Can you send Bob? I can send Bob. But but Bob cannot climb walls. I can throw him. You can throw him just like climb. <laughs> can we see any open windows? No open windows. From here. Hmm. Excuse me. Um. Okay, I I can't try to. <laughs> um. Okay. You're all you're doing this uh, all right now, right? Because uh, I I was just remembering you had mentioned you wanted to wait at night to see what happened. So is this you're still like in the present moment, right? Yes, yes. It's okay. Still, yeah. still like around okay. lunch. Time. Gotcha. Just to make sure that we're on the same page, right? Okay, I I cannot reduce myself, right? <laughs> I mean, you, you can. Uh, you could, but it's not gonna reduce you past the size you ha already have. That would be like ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I cannot be a bug. <laughs> you can if you had polymorph, but you're not high level enough to have it yet. No, I cannot be the size of a bug. No. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Um. Okay. I My will mind cast... just wanders off and I think about Begrin. I can only think about Begrin right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Invisibility is one hour. So, okay. I'll cast invisibility on myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I will try to check through the windows. Okay. Maybe the, the top ones, like top okay. top. Yeah. You um, peek through one of the top windows, through the, the marble balusters. And you, you reach one of the windows. It has the curtains semi-open. Um, a roll perception check for me. Oh, we're fucked. Uh... Don't get distracted on my bike. <laughs> oh, 17. That's super oh, high for you. Um, yeah. Um, you, you see inside... I'm really focused. It's it's a it's like a, a, a very well kept room and a very nice room. Uh, you, I, I'm gonna ask you: um, Is this? There are there are I think three windows on the top. No, four, three windows on the top, on the left. I would, no, I would say four windows on the left. I'm sorry. Um, which one are you going for? Number one, two, three, or four? Um, I'm. Going three. Okay. Door number three. Um, you can see what seems to be. I mean, it is quite the sight. Uh, you see a naked woman uh, on the ground, just half covered in sheets and furs. Um, she has uh, this like almost barbaric uh, look actually to her. Uh, it, it, she has the, kind of like a light brown mane of a hair there's like in, in braids like almost like viking braids all uh uh behind or or, or back they're all like kind of like puffy um she, she has like this dark blue face paint that is currently all like um it, it, yeah it had like a, a pattern there's no pattern it's just it's just everywhere um 
she is half naked, but she looks, you can see she's like thick arms and very like fit and huge, uh, protrub protuberating abs. Um, you don't recognize her, but she is, seems to have had quite the night as you see like, uh, liquor, like bottles of liquor all over the place. Number one. <laughs> no one inside, very well kept room. You see uh, uh, red curtains and carpets of, of, of reds and purples. Uh, there, uh, there is like one of those uh, canopy beds. It's it, it's like a very noble room. Can I see any? Um, uh, what what do you say? The the scales? The um, any? Oh no, no, any none of those symbols. house symbols. On this one, no. Okay, and on the second one. On the second one, um, you see that the whole room is uh, in blue and white, and you you see um, a crest uh, on one of the carpets um, that is sort of a blue dragon. It's a white carpet, which is strange, uh, and it has the, the crest of a blue dragon biting down on the sword that is like facing down. I'll tell do you. Do I this. know what's that? No, you do not. Uh, I'll tell you this, as you are close to the Obsidian Dragon, you feel like this warmth, this sort of sense of belonging. And also pollen and, and, and flowers that give you allergies. But you feel a sense of belonging here. Strange. It's different from what drew you to Brunswick, but it draws you still. I might be a hooker. <laughs> I found my purpose in life. <laughs> I don't know how you draw that conclusion, but anyway, continue. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll try the last last window just to see. Last window, plain room. Actually, it seems like it has not even been used. Oh my god. God damn it. Uh, if I try to break the window, I I, I lose the visibility, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> maybe shatter a window. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, there's 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 nothing. Okay, I'll go back. You begin hearing next to you. I snap Hello Because <laughs> I'm invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! Did I scare you? No. No. Oh. Okay. Did okay, you see anything? I, no. I, I just found the room with the white carpet and the and blue and the white. Uh, and uh, with the dragon. It was a dragon? A dragon biting the, the sword. Nothing else. But I, I do sense that uh, I belong here. Should we get a room? Maybe. Oh, oh, the the fourth window is is um is is empty. No one's there. So. But probably yeah. expensive though. But maybe it's worth it. Like every noble is here. And at night we can explore. Maybe yeah. And then we won't be suspicious. We won't. Be suspicious. We won't be suspicious. Yes. 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 Sus. How expensive uh, can it be? Sus. And William might be here as well. He might be yeah. sleeping here. I 
I'm gonna spend my money. Hmm. Maybe well, we, we only need one room. No room. Yeah, there's a, a pine rug, I guess. So. Uh, would I know how much it would cost? You have never even like entered the place when you pass through. You just walked around it and like, oh shit, that's probably a place I'll never be in. <laughs> oh, we can ask the front desk guy. Mm, He's maybe oddly not nice. you again. Yeah, yeah. Should I go? You. Yeah. Okay. I still need bandages to take. Well, if we stay, if we stay, you're gonna show up anyways. But I can, I can go ask. Yeah, it's better either way. All either right. Way, just All right. Expel Are you leaving to ask? Okay. Yeah. You enter. Um. As soon as you enter, the the, the person at the desk um, looks at you and says, "Oh, this is uh, quite the day, I'll say. Uh, just strange things have been happening. Um, <laughs> uh, welcome. Uh, how may I help you, uh, my lady halfling?" Hello there. I would like to know how much the night costs. A night would be twenty-five gold. Twenty-five gold. All right. I will. Requests one room then. One room, all right. And how many will be staying in that room? Mm. Three of us. All right, then I must. I'm afraid the price will rise to forty gold. But I'm tiny. <laughs> but you're a person and should be treated as such. So forty gold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> And my eye waters a bit, but I, mm -hmm. I do like a little bit of strength mm -hmm. so that I don't show yeah. my pain. Yeah. 40 it is. All right. Um, here's the key. Thank you. The room is uh, upstairs to your left, the last room on the left. The last room. Thank you very much. I'll go there to check things now. All right. Please. Um, you go upstairs. Um, once again, second floor. There's tables, like a hangout space, and then it's just the doors to the rooms. Uh, there's a hallway that leads to the, the part on the left. Um, and you find eventually find your room. Uh, do you enter? Yeah. You die. Uh, you enter the room uh, <laughs> easily enough. Uh, space seems well kept. It's very high end. You've never been in something so comfortable. Um, anything you want to do? Check. Jump on top of the bed. Very bouncy. <laughs> nice. Okay. I leave the bed and I open the window. You open the window. <laughs> I look at them. Okay. I think they can see you from where they are, yeah? Yep. And I, I wave. Okay. It seems like she has the room. I, I just... I just go there. <laughs> I, I enter through the window. <laughs> <laughs> Tuna is at the window now, begging to enter as the window is still closed. <laughs> but I opened the window. Though. Oh, you opened the window fully, yeah. not yeah, just the I curtains. The okay, window. then yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you can walk in. Yeah, you can fly in. I mean, right. Tuna. Every time we leave, you gotta go into my pocket because I said three of us were staying, so okay. the, the price wouldn't be so expensive. So mm. yeah, you gotta hide. Um, okay, you can stay here, and I'll go grab the others. All right. 
I don't want to be alone. You're I just go through the window again. Bed. <laughs> <laughs> My god. I sigh. Oh, yeah. I leave the, the room. You I go, close it. Okay. I go. You I grab go the others. Um, yeah. It is easy enough for you guys to, to walk up. The guy kind of like looks a little bit weird at Syndra. Um, but you paid. So he remains silent. You guys find your way into the room. Anything else you want to accomplish? Here's the room. We're inside. Do you guys want to wait until it's night? Uh, yeah, I think so. Should, should we go to the bar? Uh, I, I, I could eat. I, I don't think Zizi wants to go to the bar so soon. And I think the food there might be expensive, so... Room service? Is it included? Shouldn't be. Well... I have rations. Yeah, and we <laughs> can also eat cheese. on the other pour in. Yeah. You can also eat oh. on the pour in. By the way, um, you each owe me 40 gold. Um, uh, how much was the room? Trip. It was 80. You have Why all the gold, by the way. So. You owe me. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Just um... I'm breathing, okay? <laughs> and I, I cry once single tear. So let me see if I understand so that we can do this properly. Um, you guys got into the room. Are you going to wait until night? Uh, I mean, you can find food and order room service as well. Easy enough to do. Uh, cheese for tuna, anything she wants. Um, the, if you do room service here, uh, it will cost you uh, about two gold pieces uh, to... Uh, have it brought here. If not, you can just eat rations. It's fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're poor. nonetheless, what is the, the goal now? Are you guys uh, waiting here until night? I, I guess. Say yes. All right. And after nightfall, what do you wish to do? Just so I understand. When mm. night falls, what are you doing? We have no clue. We go to the bar. All right. And explore the the place when everyone is. And see where Tuna gets drowned more, I guess. Oh, like, um, the, the feeling is the same everywhere. Now that you're in Tuna, you feel very at peace in here, by the way. You don't, like, notice a specific place. Just feel like this place, the Obsidian Dragon, felt really good for you. Um, all right. Then... Uh, if there is nothing else you want to do, fast forwarding into the night, you guys wait inside your rooms uh, to then eventually go down and uh, check on the bar, I would assume. Is, that's what you told me. Um, that's where we're going to end today's episode then. Um, I was pretty cool. Sorry for your loss, Sagra. Um, but good job. Uh, let's see what happens uh, on the next one. Everybody's alive. Uh, um, yeah. But let's let's for see. now. <laughs> for now. Let's see what happens next week uh, or whenever we have our next session. Anyway, uh, to everybody watching, be it live or not, thank you very much once again for supporting us. Uh, we really do appreciate it. We're ending a little bit uh, later because we also uh, began a little bit later um, today. And I just kind of want to get through the important stuff. 
Um, so yeah, thank you once again for bearing with us and for, for watching. Really do appreciate it. Um, don't forget this Sunday, twitch.tv slash trashtoons. There's another uh, one shot, another Dungeons and Dragons one shot that you should do. It's the first time he's going to be uh, DMing. It's going to be pretty sick. Um, and also next week we'll have double DD weekend hopefully with another one shot with no brook the slick mick Maisie here and fish as well uh, now let us go around the tabin and um let our players shout themselves out so beginning with <laughs> sagrin who has lost her brother who are you what do you do i'm your mother is a fish and i play a bunch of games I finished uh, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker uh, yesterday, so I'll be starting Cult of the Lamb. Very nice. Very, very fun, fun game. She's going to create the Cult of Cock on her next stream. Uh, thank you guys for no. hearing her. Twitch.tv slash your mother is a fish for the Cult of Cock uh, no, on her next stream. <laughs> it's the Joel cult, uh, uh, fucking yes. cult. Yeah, it's gonna be the Joel. Uh, Joel is, by the way, if you guys don't know what Joel is, it's a spinning fish on Twitch. That's literally what it is. Um, anyway, moving on to ZZ. What are you? I mean, who are you and what do you do? Not what are you? I'm sorry. You're not an object. <laughs> well, thanks. Uh, well, yeah, I don't stream, but you can follow me anyways, if you wish. <laughs> on Instagram, Tom SS. Uh, o USA, um, you can find him there or VFX and Matrix on Twitch. And now, our wonderful fairy that almost died today wasn't that intense. Oh. Tuna, who are you? What do? I am Easy Peasy. I sometimes stream on Twitch.tv/EasyPeasy, variety and soul skins. Very cool. Uh, thank you very much for your contribution. Um, moving on now to the final member of the cast, Syndra. Who are you? What Hi, do you do? I am Liz. I stream League of Legends, and that's pretty much it. That's that's all she does. Does nothing else. Yeah. Um, Twitch.tv slash witch underscore Sama. She is here today after a flight, so claps for uh, Witch for being here for us and playing with us. Thank you so much. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess it's time to go, guys. Thank you once again for joining, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.